This is Brandon with the Variety Sports Podcast. You are listening to the seventh inning stretch. Now to your hosts, Logan Stone and Josh Edwards. Like, oh my gosh, I could have made another cat with how much hair he had. Oh my God. Just shoot me. Anyways, okay. Let's get to it. Three, two, Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the seventh inning. Stretch. Stretch. Oh, yeah, we're manly today. I don't know why I wanted to do the the Batman voice right there, but I did, and I, I'm sticking to it, or I stuck with it. Uh, that joke panned out well, I think. Okay. <laughs> my, <laughs> my name is Logan Stone, and I, with me is my co-host, Josh. Edwards, how are you doing, Josh? Edwards, good man. How you doing? <clears throat> oh, you know, I'm good. Today, uh, I started the Cardinal game with little to no hope, and then I turned off turned it off because they started losing, and then and I was like, oh well, I'm gonna have a really uh, really fun time on uh, Tuesday's episode or Wednesday's episode of. Uh, the Cardinal show, and then I got a note home run, and Bader hit a two home run, uh, two run home run, and the Cardinals ended up winning. So they split the series against the Diamondbacks. Yay! Yay! Did you watch the game? Man, I didn't get to watch it. I was out working, so okay. um, I was keeping track best I could on my phone. Um, yeah. But I'll say, um, from what I did get to watch of the series, Arizona has better pitching than I thought they were going to have. Yeah. Or they just had a really, really good weekend because um, Mad Bum pitched a good game. Uh, the guy who pitched yesterday pitched an excellent game. Merrill Kelly. I mean, I was – yeah, I was shocked by how good of a game he pitched. So – um, I'll take the split with as good as their pitchers looked over the weekend. I'm not happy about it, but, um, you know, every dog's going to have their day. These are professional players. They are professional pitchers. Um, there's going to be days where they're going to dominate. So um, kudos to them giving us a run for our money over the weekend, and uh, I'll take the split. Yeah, Madison Bumgarner has, in five starts, a one dot or 1.17 ERA. And a 336 ERA plus right now, 431 FIP, which is kind of sad, and a 1.13 WHIP. Uh, that's pretty good. Merrill Kelly has a um, has five starts, a 1.27 ERA, 309 ERA plus two. Uh, good God, a 2.06 FIP. And a 1.02 whip. So, yeah. Merrill Kelly's pretty good. Um, do the Cardinals need to lose two games, though? No. To the, to the D-backs? But no. Um, yeah, but this isn't the Cardinals show. This is the MLB show. 
today we're going to talk about our power rankings. We're going to talk about uh, it's the first month of the season. Shocking. We've been doing this for a month. Happy uh, one month anniversary, Josh. Did you give me anything? Oh, you know, man. Yeah. It'll be in the mail tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. I I got you a cucumber, if you know what I mean. I'm just kidding. We're a PG-13, or not PG-13, we're a PG show. Um, Family friendly. Family friendly. Most of the time, yes. Especially depending on how Logan feels that day. Yeah, depending on how pissed off I am. Yes, I'm fine. We're fine. We're all fine. Uh, let's see. First month power rankings. Uh, I have a I have a topic I want to cover today. Maybe I'll cover it today. Maybe I won't. Depends on how long we run on the uh, month in review. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into our power rankings. Sponsored by me. Logan, your favorite host. Uh, Josh has his power rankings. I have a note from our commissioner slash CEO of Variety Sports Podcast Network Corporation Incorporated Productions. Uh, And he has explanations for why he has his uh, power rankings the way it is. Um, You can find our power rankings on Facebook. Uh, at the Variety Sports Podcast, uh, but, but, but you can't. Well, you can, yeah, you'll be able to uh, if you're on YouTube, which we are now on YouTube. I have two episodes on uh, YouTube now, so go over there and like, comment, subscribe, keep up to date. Pretty soon, we're going to be having videos. Uh, so yeah, uh, but, uh, but, 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 but Josh, why don't you start? Uh, with your power rankings the way they are. Okay, so before I start my power rankings, when I saw yours and Brandon's, I thought it was really funny how we all had the same four top teams. We just had them in different orders. So yeah. at least we're consistent as a whole. So um, as much as it pains me to say this, um, I'm trying to be honest in media here. I took the New York Yankees as number one this week. Hey, there's what nothing pains anymore. Because I had to put the New York Mets number two, so the <laughs> state of New York's got two teams in my top two. Uh, then I took the San Francisco Giants at three. Uh, I took the uh, ever hated Dodgers at four. Then I had to put the Angels at five. So two cities I hate the most and their sports teams, New York and LA, have four of the top five positions. See, I hate. Then I had the Gi- to put in. I hate the Giants more than anything because of 2012 and 14. They, uh, I'm still wrecked about that. But anyways, go ahead. Well, I'm with you on that part. Just, just on a side note there, but both New York teams, both LA teams, it, it burns me this week. This is not a good week for power rankings for me. Um, yeah. So then six, I had the Brew Crew out of Milwaukee. Seven, I went with the uh, guys north of the border, the Blue Jays. Then I took the uh, San Diego Padres at eight. I took the Tampa Bay Rays at nine. And then I squeaked in the Miami Marlins because this last week they were hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't have – they may have lost a game. Uh, I wish I had it up right now. But uh, I don't – game since uh, – uh, I think they won the last game and then – 
they went on like a seven game winning streak. Um, I'm looking yeah, at it now. That's right. All I know is they're two games behind the Mets in the East. Yeah. Met, I mean, Marlins, we said it at the beginning of the season. Uh, Marlins are no joke. I mean, they're, they're not, uh, they're not going to win a world series with this team the way it is right now, but they're, they're a dangerous team, especially when you have such a great rotation like that, that, that works so well for teams. I know that sounds so stupid to say, but it, it really does. It's, it's so helpful. <laughs> um, they got they got some really good young talent in the field too. I mean, Jazz Chisholm is just yeah. he's playing great ball right now. Um, that's the one that just the one guy who just pops out to me. Uh, besides the other guys we all know about, but Jazz Chisholm is just playing great ball right now. So, yeah, they are eight and two in their last ten uh, games. They just. They, uh, they just lost to the Mariners. Uh, so, God. Yeah. So, I think... Uh, b- b- Sorry, I'm looking at this rope. We're obviously very well prepared this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I was... <laughs> I, I just got sidetracked with the whole... Okay, so they lost one game to the Braves um, and then went on the tear of winning seven in a row. Uh, yeah, anyways, we'll get into that uh, a little bit later uh, with the month anniversary thing. Um, let's see. Let me go with mine then, I guess. Um, I went with the Mets at number one, Yankees number two. They had a They had a winning streak. I think it was eight that they ended up getting uh, San Francisco Giants. They are, they took first place in the West. They're a dangerous team. We didn't t- – uh, we were, you and I were both uh, shocked that they were – they weren't as high in the uh, World Series favorites as we we had them. Uh, Shoot. I said in the, in the season preview that they were going to struggle this year without Posey behind the plate and the team was going to be looking for an identity. Oh, How much that's more right. wrong. Could I have been? That's right. I forgot. Well, I was right. So that's all that matters, though. And you <laughs> and I are technically one. So uh, I have the Dodgers at four. I think, uh, yeah, the Dodgers are number four on all our list. Uh, Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays. They they're a good team. They're just struggling. That bullpen is terrible. I think um, not terrible, but it's 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 not good. It's uh, a big spot. Yeah. Angels number six, they're doing really well. They had a game, uh, I think a five game winning streak, six games maybe. Uh, uh, who's the guy, the breakout guy? Taylor Ward, I think. Look that up and make sure that's the right name. Uh, Taylor Ward, I think, was his name. Uh, Padres number seven, Brewers number eight. They're sneaky. I don't think anyone's really talking about them. They win games. I mean, their bullpen and their rotation is winning the games for them. It's not the offense, that's for sure. Uh, Twins number nine. They had a they had a game uh, winning streak going, and uh, I had the Miami Marlins, who we just talked about having having an eight game winning streak. I think it was, um, <clears throat> or a seven game winning streak. Uh, I mean, not too different from yours. 
the big glaring uh, part that's missing from all three of our power rankings, and we'll get into Brandon's list in a second, uh, is the Cardinals are off the uh, the list. They are uh, our team is not on the power rankings. And you know that whenever you have three homers, not uh, putting the Cardinals in the top 10 power rankings, that's not good. Um, They lose, uh, what is it? They lost the series to the Mets, almost got swept, and then split a series with the the D-backs, yeah. And then lost a fucking game to the Reds. I'm not getting into it. Um, Anyways, uh, and then with Brandon's list, uh, we got the Giants at number one, Mets at two, Yankees at three, Dodgers at four, Angels at five, Blue Jays at six, Brewers at seven, eight, Padres, nine, Twins, and ten, the Marlins. Uh, He then decided to put a... Uh, quote with it, and if I can find it, there it is. Uh, he said the Giants at uh, number one for two reasons: their division toughness and defense. Only allowed seventy-five runs so far this year. I didn't know that. He did apparently. Uh, Mets and Yankees are easily the toughest team in the East. From pitching to hitting, they can score so quickly, and just lay it out, uh, lay it on you right now. Uh, that's true. The Yankees' uh, starting rotation has not been getting enough credit as it should, and the Mets we just talked about on Friday's episode, um, they have a really good team uh, or a rotation especially, and their team is really good all around. Uh, bullpen is probably their weakest spot, but uh, anyways. Um, they can uh, four through uh, Numbers four through nine are all very solid teams. Good runs for uh, uh, good runs for uh, for and runs against. Okay. Oh, I guess he's saying uh, they all have good scoring. They all are scoring lots of runs, and they're all good for runs against. Yeah, Uh, Miami's playing very well right now. Could be a surprise team to keep an eye on uh, during the season. Don't fully. uh, not fully confident in them yet, but could become a dangerous team. Uh, that's true for the reasons we just explained. Um, any surprises on on our uh, rankings for you, Josh? Um, besides the Cardinals choking out and coming off everybody's board, um, not really. I mean, so you guys, you guys both had the Twins in there above yeah, you... the Rays, which I was like, I'm cool and it's whatever um that was the one big difference between all of us i think every i think we all had every other team on there the same we just had some of them in different orders i want to jump back real quick because you asked me to look up and confirm taylor ward yes, yes he is having a breakout year whereas war is 1.1 he's had 51 at bats 20 hits five home runs he's batting 392 right now he's scored 14 runs with 13 rbis with a stolen base his on-base percentage is 500. His slugging is 784. His OPS is 1284, and his OPS plus is 278. Hot, hot. He is a hot, hot bat right now. Yeah. So the reason why we uh, we had the Twins above the Rays is uh, Twins are 13 and nine with a 23 uh, run differential. 
and the Rays are 12 and 10 with a negative three run differential. Um, that just, I mean, for me, that just, I couldn't pass that up. The, the yeah, Rays I mean, I'll give it to you. I no. just think that the uh, Rays are in a, a tougher division and probably have had a tougher schedule thus far. That is true. That is true. Um, the Rays haven't wowed me, though, uh, in my opinion. But you did bring up something, and I think you said war uh, on purpose, if I'm correct. Uh, <laughs> is it for the for my thing on uh, the other day that I texted you? No, or, it's not. Oh, no, well, yeah. Oh. I mean, kind of. <laughs> well, kind of multiple reasons. Okay. Uh, so I like war. I don't really understand it 100,000%, but I like it. So, in the words of Bruce Springsteen, war, what is it good for? Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> so, someone, some idiot, goes on the Cardinal page, and he says, Paul DeYoung is a good player because he's leading the team. He's top five in the team in war. And he, I think he had a, I think he had the young at a 1.4 war and he was looking at baseball reference. And the thing is, is war is a very subjective stat. Um, each uh, baseball reference fan graphs, ESPN have, uh, different formulas for war. So, and so like baseball reference has uh, their formula of war as something. And I can't even remember all the formulas, but it doesn't matter. Um, baseball reference had the young at 1.4 war. And I, I think, and I think uh, fan graphs had him at 0.1 war. Uh, it's only been a month in the season and different positions get different better grades in war. And so anyways, so he said that we, uh, we should keep the young because he's so good defensively with his point one war. Uh, war is a good end of the season stat, not a good um, first month stat. Anyways, I, I, I thought I was going to get into that a little deeper, but I'm, I'm not, I'm too angry and I'm over it on that one. We can get into war and flip and everything else in our stats episode that I'm sure is coming up rather soon. Let me tell you something. I have been trying to work on that. (laughs) Oh, man. It's we can't cover all that. We just got to cover the ones that we're going to talk about and the the big ones. Yeah. Um, anyways, but yeah, I was, I was like, your argument for keeping DeYoung with his negative 85 OPS plus or whatever it is, is because he has a good war and he plays defense. Anyways, I'm tired of defense. I'm tired. (laughs) If I hear one more person say, we don't pay him for his offense. We pay him for his defense, man. I'm going to scream. Yeah. Paul DeYoung's war is 0.4. What what are you looking at? Fan I'm looking graphs? at baseball reference. That that's what I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Fangraphs has it different. Let me pull up Fangraphs real quick. But it it it, it the thing is, is war is so. I don't know. It, it's subjective. Yeah, it's subjective, and it's just it's not useful. It doesn't 
judge a good it's not a good judgment of a player i don't think anymore uh his war. i think the intent on it was good um, yeah because your basic oh, va- value of it is it's, it measures a player's value in all facets of the game by deciphering how many more wins he is worth than a replacement level player at the same position, whether that be a minor league replacement player or a free agent that they can yeah. pull off the market. So that if you don't know what War is talking about and why we're referencing this, that's kind of the basic breakdown for general terminology. Well, yeah, and – um, I probably wouldn't have had a huge problem with it, except he then said that we need to be talking more about how we should be angry at Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Yadier Molina, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader. I'm like, we should have him on the show so we can debate him. No, I'm not going to have him on the show. <laughs> Fucking bitch. No. Oh my gosh! Anyways, I'm pulling up the I'm pulling up the post, and then I'm I'm, I'm already already I'm already, I'm already getting make, angry right now. I'm slurring my words right now, and I'm not even drunk. Anyways, uh, okay, get it. We're done with that. We're done with that topic. Um, Want to do month in review? No. The month that was. The month that was. Oh yes. Okay. The month that was. Um. Yeah, we may not even get to the rookie thing. We may push that to next week so I can have more time to study it. But anyways, um, yeah, let's uh, – yeah, we're going to do the stats right now – or standings right now. Um, we'll start off with the NL East, Mets at 16-7, and seven, Miami uh, Marlins 12-9, and nine, uh, Phillies 11-12, and 12, Braves 10-13, and 13, Washington at 8-16. and 16. Um, anything shocking to you at this, uh, moment? All of it. All of it. Uh, the Braves are, they just lost the series to the Rangers who are, uh, bottom of their, their division. Yeah. They're eight and 14. Um, yeah, the Braves, they had a weird start to the season last year and they barely made it to the playoffs, uh, in 2021, uh, but this is just another level of bad. I mean, they're four and six in their last ten. Um, they're just not good, and they have a great team. They don't have a good team. They have a great team. I mean, we were talking about how they had kind of upgraded in the off season. They got Kenley Jansen. They they got a better first baseman, arguably, and uh, Matt Olson, who's having a better season than Freddie Freeman. They got Marcelo Zuna back. They got um, who else did they get? They got some other, uh, some other guys back. Oh, Acuna! They just got Acuna back. Uh, yeah, but man, you can have all the talent in the world on paper, but if that locker room chemistry isn't good, I don't care how much talent you have. If I would rather take a team that is a bunch of just above average players who get along, have fun playing the game together, enjoy it day in and day out than having a star-studded lineup with a bunch of all-stars or previous all-stars and they just can't get a group together. Yeah, but they just won a World Series. They had to have some chemistry. But what happened? Freddie Freeman took him and his talents and his personality and his, his locker room demeanor all the way across the country. Yeah, 
Maybe. Can losing Freddie Freeman have broken the Braves? That's the question I pose. Hmm. But like I said, uh, like they had kind of a similar season last year. Um, they kind of scraped through the playoffs and then um, got hot at the right time. Yeah, they got hot at the right time, I guess. Uh, are you on your computer? I've got it up. I'm running up on my phone tonight. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that's the uh, East right there. Okay, um, so Miami is my biggest is my super, biggest surprise. Yeah. Um, the Mets destroying everybody like they are is a surprise for me. Um, Washington's as bad as I thought they were going to be. They're not worse yet, but they are as bad as I thought they were going to be as of right now. But oh, yeah, yeah, Miami being as strong as they are, and Atlanta being where they're at, that that's the two big surprises for me in the East. Um, you brought up the Nationals, so I have to uh, check on my boy real quick. Oh God! <laughs> in twenty three games uh, this season, he's already leading the league in walks uh, with twenty one. He's got a four oh six on base percentage. 443 slugging, eh, that's lower than I want. But an 849 OPS and a 157 OPS plus. Hot. Hot. 241 batting average. That's another reason why I don't like batting average. Makes my boy look bad. He's got four home runs and five RBIs. Hot. Anyways, that's all of that. on that team. It's not going to change for me all year long. It's so sad. I, I, I had a dream last night. I had a dream that the Nationals were, were, dream, were, were like, let's trade Juan Soto. Let me tell you something. I'd get rid of Jordan Walker, Nolan Gorman. No questions asked. Matthew Libertord, throw him in there for Juan Soto. Oh, my gosh. Give it to me. As long as they take the Youngs contract with them. No, nah, I I'd keep the young. Yeah, I would even I would I would say I would make a deal with the baseball devil and say, "Hey, I will keep the young until he is 85 if I can get 15 years of Juan Soto." Would 15 you years of Juan Soto at this production rate? Yes. <laughs> this is uh I when do you make a deal to... with the devil, you got to make sure you have all the wording correct or he yeah. will screw you. <laughs> yeah, I better uh yeah, I better work on the legal legalized version of that. Um, would you trade Dylan Carlson for Juan Soto? Yes. In How about I'd give a Bader? first pick, first round pick, and Dylan Carlson. Uh, what about yeah, Bader? I'd give a Bader. What about O'Neill? So, are you asking me individually or all three? Individual, individually, not all three. Oh, I'd give up any. I'd give up any one of those. To get Juan Soto, yeah, okay, without yeah. a doubt. As much as I love our guys, and I think they're good players, I mean, Juan Soto is a franchise player. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'd be a fool. I mean, I, I would, I would give up Goldie for Soto. Oh, that's rough. That's tough. I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah, with you. I, w- I wouldn't give up Nolan, yeah. no. No, I, no, I would give up Goldie. Goldie's got two years left. Yeah, that's it's a rough one. Um, man. Those keeping track at home. He's got a one dot 
two war right now. Um, in the first month of the season. Um, God, I love them. Okay, that's enough. Uh, I have to talk about one of my boys uh, in each podcast. Okay, that means you can't talk about Trey Turner tonight. <laughs> I already, I already, I already <laughs> talked about him tonight uh, on a. Someone was asking me who's my favorite player that's not on the Cardinals. I was like, oh, let me tell you the story of Trey Turner. And anyways, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, Phillies, Phillies are 11 and 12. They're about where I expected them, third place. Um, yep, that's where I put them. I mean, you need defense. Which uh, they don't have. Yeah. So you know I mean, what? Here's your trade. Not to go Cardinals on you, but here's yeah. your trade. Trade DeYoung to the Phillies. They need defense. He can play defense. They can pay him for his glove. Give us back anybody, and we'll bring up Gorman and shift Edmund. I don't know if they – Who's I still think Gorman will strike out a lot, though. So, Is Gene Segura their second baseman? I don't know. Because uh, Didi is their shortstop, and he's really good. Third baseman, they're Alec Bohm. Ever since making his comments of how he fucking hates Philly, he uh, he's been going on a tear offensively. Um, first baseman is Reese Hoskins. They don't want him. Schwarber's their DH. Slash outfielder, yeah. They, I don't think the, I don't think the Phillies would get care to get DeYoung, um, even for his defense. I think he's just so bad offensively. Um, let's see, Washington. Oh, by the way, for all you people saying, uh, I. We don't pay someone for their defense. We pay them for their – or we don't pay people for their offense. We pay them for their defense. I would give up Harrison Bader's uh, defense if I could get Juan Soto's offense. Yes, oh, Juan God. Soto's a terrible defender. I don't give a shit. I kind of like doing just the same. the outfield around, though, and just put him in the weakest. Just flip him yeah. back and forth between right and left depending on what lineup we're facing. <sighs> I'd put him in center field if Hell just, no. just to piss people off. <laughs> no, our pitcher, our pitchers allow too many guys to hit the center field. That is we true. need somebody out there who makes plays. Yeah. Um, uh-oh, lost my phone or my TV for a second. Um, let's see. Uh, is the Mets, they're a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I mean, I, I think we figured they were going to be first place. Uh, I don't think we, I don't think we had them being a bad team, but I didn't think they were going to be this good. Best, best record in the league, I think. Uh, yeah. Nope, they're tied with the uh, Yankees actually for best record. Actually, the Yankees have them, but oh, want to right now. Yeah, yeah, because Yankees are sixteen and six, and they're. 16 and 7. 16 and 7. Anyways, um, yeah, that's all the East right now. Uh, Central, NL Central. 
Brewers are 15 and 8. St. Louis is 12 and 9. Cubs are 9 and 13. Pittsburgh is 9 and 13. Oh my gosh. And Cincinnati is 3 and 19. 3 3 and 19. If they don't win another game of the year, that 3 is going to piss me off even more. They're going to win more games. <laughs> yes, I, I know. Watch I just... them win five more against us. <laughs> Don't start with me. Oh, God. Uh, the, the Central looks like what we thought it was, with the exception of Milwaukee's kind of already found their group um, with the two-game lead over the Cardinals. Um, Cubs are playing better than we thought. Pittsburgh, in my opinion, is playing better than we thought we were, we were going to see. Way better. Than... Um, like, I'm shocked I mean, that they're 9-13. and 13. records, but yeah. I think that's why I was going with that. Yeah, I mean, God. How about the Cubs at third place? Third yeah, and the Cubs yeah. have just been cold recently. Unless they're yeah. starting to show who they really are. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sad. Um, I want the Cubs to do better. I know that sounds blasphemous, but I do kind of want the Cubs to do better. Uh, but they're not they're not far behind. They're both three behind the Cardinals at twelve. Uh Cardinals I mean we've talked about the Cardinals. They're they're they haven't improved and they play well against bad teams, then they play weak against good teams. And sure they played the Mets. Should have like won game one. Them out, though. Huh? No, it's no. It's not like the Mets straight blew them out. They were there every game. Yeah, that is true. So I'm not, I'm not going to say they played badly against good teams. They're just getting outplayed right now. Game two, they they got uh, – it was kind of embarrassing, it seemed like. I mean, game one was really – anyways, it's game one. Uh, Milwaukee, they're doing great. Um, yeah. That's uh, – a. That's all I have on the central. Got anything else? With them. Okay, the West. Uh, Dodgers take back uh, first place. Padres. Can we just take... call it the Wild Wild West. Yeah, the Wild Wild West. It's been the Wild Wild West for what three years now. Uh, Padres second place with fifteen and eight. Uh, Giants fourteen and eight. Colorado thirteen and nine. And Arizona ten and thirteen. That's. I mean, this is easily the best division in baseball. Well, yeah, because if you look at if you look at Arizona, they would in, in the in the National League they'd be in third place in the Central. They'd be tied with Atlanta in the East, and then if you go over to the American League, they'd be in fourth in the East. They'd be in tied for second in the Central, and they'd be tied for last in the West. Yeah. Arizona's a better team than, than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. That, that's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, I knew they were going to be last place, but I thought they were going to be more like Pittsburgh bad. They're definitely not Pittsburgh bad. Yeah. And by the way, we made our power rankings on Friday. Um, so that's why. Sam, uh, so if uh, we had done it today, Dodgers would probably have taken first place again. Uh, in our power rankings, Pod, uh, Padres would have gone up and Giants would have gone down a little. Colorado, um, they're doing they're doing well again. Nine and four at home, 
four and five away. Coors effect. Uh, Cor- yeah, the Coors effect. It It's going to help them, that's for sure. And, man, I just wish that – I mean, I don't wish that they kept Arenado, and I don't wish that they kept Sori, but, I mean, I wish that they had been competitive. Maybe Arenado – I mean, even though I, I love having Arenado in St. Louis, that's – I just, it's just sad that they got rid of two of the, their best players in probably franchise history next to Tulowitzki and uh, Larry Walker. Uh, anyways, it's just sad. Did oh, and also Tom, <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think Matt Holiday was as great or beloved as Arenado or Trevor Story. Todd Helton, another one. Oh, um, God, anyways. Yeah, Todd Helton was good. Giant, Giants, Padres, and Dodgers. I'm loving it. I love it. Uh, three-way race. Three-way race. Um, now the AL, AL East, Yankees, 16-6, uh, and six, Toronto, 15-8, and eight, Tampa Bay, 12-10, and 10, Boston, 9-14, and 14, Baltimore, 8-14. and 14. Um, Yankees are a lot better than I thought. Uh, their pitching is amazing. Dude, their offense is killing it right now, too. Yeah, their offense is really good. It's firing on all cylinders, which is always funny because everyone says that the Yankees don't have pitching. It's their offense that carries them. And then, I mean, they've they've uh, got 106 uh, scored on the season already and 65 allowed. That's uh, – that's – that's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, they're good. They're not wowing me like the I thought they would. But uh, they're. I think they're going to pick it up soon, and their uh, their pitching needs to step it up, though. Um, Tampa Bay, like I said, hasn't wowed me so much like I want them to. But and Boston, I think, is the biggest surprise. They're they're nine and fourteen. However, they've been playing the they've been playing these three teams. Uh, I think they just finished up a series with the Toronto uh, with Toronto, and then Tampa Bay before that. Um. So. Yeah. Um. What do you think of them, or any of them? So. This this division kind of has me where I kind of feel about the in the AL East as I kind of feel about the NL West. As in, I think we're going to see New York, Toronto, and Tampa Bay put that lead back and forth throughout the season. We know Tampa Bay historically gets hot second half of the year, and they just kind of storm in and go. Um, so as long as they can maintain, you know, fairly close in the standings by the all-star break. I think we'll see them emerge in the back half of the season. Toronto, I'm still sticking by my guns there. I think Toronto's going to get figured it out, and I think Toronto's got too good of a team that if once they figure out what their weakness is, <clears throat> pitching, relief pitching right now, um, at least from what I've seen, they're going to make an adjustment. They're going to make a trade and go out and get something to fix that to compete with the Yankees. My big surprise here, it's not that just Boston's a sub-500 team and that they're not playing the best ball. The resurgence of Michael Waka. Well, now you have my attention. 
I figured that would get your attention. So if we looked at Walker real quick. Let me – I want to get this up in front of me just so I don't misspeak I'm looking too it up terribly now. much. Let's see, 20 but innings pitched. I, yep. Um, 177 ERA. God damn. Yeah, he looks like the Walker of old. 225 um, ERA plus, 398 FIP, hot, 0. 0.93 whip. Damn! Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing today. <laughs> this is my big. This is my biggest um, surprise right now. It's not that Boston's bad; it's that how good Michael Walker looks, and I'm just by it. Um, if he keeps this pace, he's going to have arguably the best year of his career if he can stay on pace like this. Which that's not sustainable for the entire season. No. But and he's going to have bad games because he's a human being, just like everybody else in the world. But he is playing very, very good baseball. He's got four quality starts right now. Um, hey, only two wins, but he's got, he's got four quality starts. So, I mean, he, he's my big surprise in the NL East. Everything else yeah. is kind of what I expected it to be. Um, Baltimore's right where I thought they would be. I mean, maybe not exactly on the record, but that's where I thought they were going to end up at. So. 20, uh, 20 innings and four starts. What is that? Five innings a start? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, I would, I wish he would go. I mean, if it was 24, I'd be a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, that's still well, really good, though. Well, what's the average right now for starting pitchers? Uh, yeah, probably about five, yeah, five innings, innings right, right now. Yeah, especially lately, May, I guess. If he's still, if at the end of May, he's still only pitching five innings a start, then that would leave some questions, but. Yeah, you're right, especially with the shortened spring training. Um, oh, gosh, the Central. Uh, <laughs> damn it. The worst division <laughs> in baseball. Uh, Minnesota 13-9, and nine, Cleveland 10-12, and 12, White Sox 8-13, Royals 7-13, and 13, and Tigers 7-14. and 14. Um, twins, they're, they're in it. They're, um, I mean, I don't think we had them ever as a horrible team. I don't remember what we had them preseason, but they, um, I mean, I don't think Buxton is, he's probably the best player in baseball right now. He's Um, been reinvigorated. He's getting back to form. He's just, yeah, he's like, what is it? I think I they play with him. They like games with him. They have like a like a hundred and thirty wins to seventy two losses, and whenever they are without him, they're like ninety two wins to one hundred and forty seven losses or something. It's something ridiculous. He's leading that team. Carlos Correa, when he gets hot, that team is going to be dangerous, especially if him and Buxton are together and hitting uh, consistently. It's going to be a good team. Uh, Cleveland, they're hanging with it. They, uh, I mean, even though they are three and seven in their last ten, they're <clears throat> they're uh, they're hanging with it. It seems like uh, White Sox. Injuries are going to kill you, and when you have the worst farm system in the league, like I said, you're 
it's going to bite you in the ass. Um, they're just terrible, which is a shame because they have such a good team, but they're they don't have any depth to it, and that's going to kill you. Which is why I didn't have them winning the division. Uh, Kansas City, Detroit saddens me because I was so high on them. I thought this was going to be a great team. Hopefully they turn it around. I mean, they're still in it. They're six games back. Uh, But, damn. Uh, What do you got on it? Oh, (laughs) that's just such a rough division. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're right with the injury thing. I think we both both thought Detroit was going to be better than what they are. Again, for one month in, but still, this is the one month review. So, Detroit right now sucks. Um, KC's kind of where we thought they might be. I know I said they could be a sleeper team, but they are just getting decimated with injuries as well. Um, Bobby Witt Jr. is not, he's not performing like everybody in Kansas City hoped he would, or even like I think the MLB hoped he would. He's not lighting it up. Um, but yeah, good for Minnesota coming out, playing good ball. They spent a lot of money in the offseason, so. I'm sure the expectation by their fan base was that they're going to be good. I mean, they lit up Tampa Bay today. I mean, they just lit them up, lit them up. I'm watching the uh, highlights right now. They mm-hmm. won 9-3. <laughs> so, Bucks went two for five with a seventh home run. Correa went two for four with two runs scored. So, yeah, if those two guys stay hot and they keep hitting the ball well, this team could definitely be uh, a problem down the road. Do I think they were a force to be reckoned with? No. Um, but could they ruin somebody's off season or uh, postseason? Uh, it's possible. Yeah. Um, Bobby Witt. Yeah, he's not doing good. He's got a uh, sixty-four OPS plus and a five-five-eight uh, OPS. But let's not forget, we don't pay him for his offense. We pay him for his defense. No. Not that guy. Not that guy. Oh shit! Fuck. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna. That's gonna be my saying for the rest of the year. <laughs> no, it's not. We're never gonna get the families on board. <laughs> oh gosh. Fuck. The, no, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, that's all I got on the central. Detroit, be better. I mean, this is this is probably the. I mean, Minnesota. I think. I mean, we said this in the. <clears throat> We said this in the beginning of the season or preseason. We said, I mean, this is a winnable division. The White Sox kind of, but I mean, injuries and they're being the worst farm system in the league. Detroit, um, Detroit needs to be better. I mean, they have such a great team, a really good manager. Um, they could easily win it. Twins, twins went out and got some guys, and Cleveland didn't go out and get some guys, but they have great pitching. They have really good depth. They have Jose Ramirez, who is tearing the fucking cover off the baseball. Um, even the Royals, um, the Royals can come in. And, I mean, this is an easily win divi- winnable division, and if each of these teams. Um, other than the Twins and 
Tigers put more money uh, in the White Sox, I guess. So I guess basically I'm just talking to the Guardians and Royals. If you put more money into your team, you could win the division. I mean, it's not that hard. You just need a couple of pieces. Um, anyways, so be better. Um, Angels, 15 and 8. Mariners, 12 and 10. Houston, 11 and 11. Oakland, 10 and 12. Texas, 8 and 14. Angels playing really, really, really well. Uh, Taylor Ward. Uh, the other day, he's got the exact same stats as Mike Trout. So is Mike Trout a, a Mike Trout clone? Which it's like, oh, so you have Mike Trout, Taylor Ward, and Shohei Otani in the same team? Cool, 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 cool. Two, two Mike Trouts. Um, let's see. Mariners are right in it, right where I expected them to be. 12 and 10. Uh, I think with the exception of uh, Logan Gilbert, I think their pitching isn't that great. I'm not 100% sure on that. Houston. Houston is kind of like the White Sox, in my opinion. Uh, They had the 29th ranked farm system, second worst in the league. And injuries and not going out to get free agents like Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, uh, is hurting them. Uh, even though Jeremy Pena, I think that's his name, their replacement shortstop, is doing really well, they still needed to get other guys. Um, and they're ex- they're not – I didn't expect them to be this bad, and I didn't expect them to fall off this early. Um, Oakland – Still in it, 10 and 12. They got 10 wins. Texas Rangers, uh, they're a lot worse than I expected, but I think they're exactly where they want to be. Uh, They want to have the worst record in baseball, and the Reds are like, hold my beer. Um, Yeah, what do you think? Uh, So, yeah, Angels playing fantastic ball today. Like, as of today, they're playing great ball. Uh, Yeah. They uh, they're better than I thought they were going to be. A lot better than I thought they were going to be. Seattle, yeah, Seattle's doing what we both kind of thought they were going to be doing. Um, to do a little bit of a deeper dive into Seattle for just a moment. Yeah, they have Robbie Ray, and Robbie Robbie Ray is only two and two. He's got a four fifteen ERA right now. Um, Logan Gilbert is undefeated as of I think he was on the mound today, and I believe. The Mariners beat the Marlins today. I think so. Um, yes, the, so he the Mariners be, avoided the sweep. He should have uh, remained undefeated. So yeah, Seattle won seven to three today, uh, and they ended Miami's seven game win streak. So yeah, the pitching is definitely where their issue is. I expect Robbie Ray to get better as the season goes on. Yeah. But Logan Gilbert, man, point four ERA, hot. Money now. That's twenty-two innings pitched across four starts. So I mean, he's doing a little over five innings a start. Yeah. Fifteen hits, two runs, one earned, one home run, four bases on balls, twenty-two Ks. Mm. I mean, yeah, I they got two really really good pitchers. The rest of their the other three pitchers, Lexin Brash and Gonzalez, aren't really pulling their weight yet. Um, granted, Brash is only twenty-four years old, 
So he's probably still figuring it out. Logan Gilbert offense. Logan Gilbert started uh, last season, right? Or is he? Did he just come up? Okay, I was going to say he's twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Logan Gilbert is a really good pitcher. Their batting is ridiculous. They have one, two. Hold on. Yeah, let's go off a stat that you like. You like OPS, right? OPS and OPS plus, motherfucker. Okay, so OPS plus. They've got three guys over 100. Hot. On OPS, they got Tyler France at 965. J.P. Crawford at Mm. 1.023. Eugenio Suarez at 789. Mm. They got Winkler, Rodriguez, Kelnick, and Toro are all 500 plus. Um, And then Frazier's 626. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're hitting the ball pretty well. Um, I'm surprised only so three of them have to do it. Uh, 100 uh, OPS plus. Um, Frazier's at 91. Mm, that's Everybody else is um, 67 and below. Oof, that's sad. So, uh, I mean, they're they're working it out. They're getting there. Yeah. Uh, now, if you look at their they're still uh, winning games, so their that... bench guys, they got their three of their bench guys are over 100 on OPS plus. Um, Mitch Haniger, he's on the 10 day IL right now. He's a one, mm. 109. Tom Murphy's 228. And then Dylan Moore is 258. So mm. you got bats there. It just looks like they're on the bench and they're not the starters. Yeah, it's it's probably because, yeah, they're, it's probably because they haven't had enough at bats either. So, but, uh, right. I want to, I want to get back to this Mike Trout, Taylor Ward thing. So Mike Trout has 62 at bats to Taylor Ward's 51. Uh, they both have 20 hits. Trout has six uh, doubles. Taylor Ward has three. They both have a triple. They are all. They both have five home runs. Trout has 10 RBIs. Ward has 13. Uh, Trout has 12 walks. Ward has 11. They're both tied for 13 strikeouts. Trout has a 323 batting average. Taylor Ward has a 392. Trout has a 447 on base, and Ward has a 500, which is leading the league. Uh, slugging, Trout has a 694 slugging. Taylor Ward has a 784 slugging. Trout, 1.14 OPS uh, towards 1.28 OPS. Trout has a 236 OPS plus, and Ward has a 278 OPS plus. That's when you have a guy who's doing better than Mike Trout and Mike Trout is still being Mike Trout. uh, Yeah, you're going to win some games. That's uh, hot. I love that. I love that. That makes me happy. So seven of their nine starters have over 100 on OPS plus and three of their bench players are over 100 on OPS plus. The Mariners? Or Angels? No, uh, the Angels. Yeah. I mean, That's... this team right now is offensively stacked. They are hitting – they're seeing the ball well. They're hitting the ball well. I did not see this team being this good. Um, I'm I'm befuddled by it. But the, ha- the thing that makes me the happiest right now in the AL West, not to jump teams, but I love seeing Houston not being number one. It just makes me happy. It makes me happy. Yeah, it's 
it's a little bit refreshing. I like that. I like that. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Houston, but I yeah. I was just. I'm tired of them. I think like right. how other people were tired of them, and especially after going back to the World Series after uh, the cheating scandal um, broke. That's that was pretty. That was pretty sad, but hey, they they may come back next month. Next month we may be talking about how they have the best record in baseball because somehow they just managed to win. Um, yeah, don't even uh, speak that into existence. Do you think? Um, I don't even know how to ask this. Do you? Do you think there's a selling team already? Like a team that's just selling uh, at the deadline? Anything else to sell? Joey Votto. Joey Votto and Mike Moustakis. Joey Uh, Votto had an opportunity to get out of Cincinnati a long time ago and he didn't want it. Now, he could have changed his mind, but he's been there so long with really the point of leaving unless he's going to go to the Mets or the Yankees or the Dodgers and and the Dodgers don't need him. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if I was looking at a team that was going to sell, if Boston feels like they need to blow it up, they might sell some trade deadline. I mean, Washington good. I mean, with everything that's going on in Washington right now with uh, new ownership, potentially, potentially new ownership, they might end up selling out. The Cubs definitely aren't. I don't think Pittsburgh is. If I mean, that, that would really be it. I think everybody else at this point, everybody else has really got a chance. Um, even in that AL Central with as weak as it is, I mean, it's still wide open. I mean, five and a half games separate one to, one to first place to fifth. So, uh, and it's a weak, weak division. So, I mean, no. I mean, I, really, I don't see any hardcore sellers yet. Ask me again when we do May's month in review, and I'll probably have a different answer. Don't, uh, don't ever mention the Nationals selling it again, please. Hey, uh, that, that may get Soto to uh, I, the Arch City. Oh, God. Oh, he would look so good in Cardinal Red. <laughs> uh, Votto is making $25 million this year. Yeah, I don't know if that contract up. $25 million next year. And uh, seven million dollars to buy out, buy him out in the twenty four season. If they do, uh, they do express the option. He makes twenty million in twenty four, and then he's a free agent, which means he's going to retire because he's thirty eight years old. Um, damn. Uh, do I have any sellers at the moment? I mean, Oakland has to get rid of Montes. That's for sure. Um, he can make his way to the Midwest too. He's he's uh, he's winning too many games for them. Uh, Astros. Uh, let I me tell you. Maybe. Let me let me tell you something. They like I said, they have the 29th worst, and this is going to be the same for the White Sox. They have the two worst farm systems. If I'm the White Sox. And I, let's say, and I'm not saying this right now, 
but I'm but in May or um, July, if they're still not doing well, and Astros if they're not doing well, I mean, trade Verlander, trade Tim Anderson, trade Lance Lynn for some prospects. You know, especially contract is huge though. Is it? 25 mil. No. It's that That's big. what I thought it was. I thought he just got You're a new like, I gotta double check this. I could be wrong. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, like, I thought he was 25 mil. Hold on. I, I got it right. No. It's 25 million one year. Wow. Yeah. They paid him that much for... Okay. Um. Wow. Well, so somebody wants it as a rental at the end of the season. I mean, maybe because you're going to get a discount yeah. on you, on what you're going to pay him out the rest of the way. So he he could be trade bait at the end. Of yeah. The um, deadline. I mean. But man, I I think I think Astros and White Sox could be sellers at the deadline if uh, they keep going down the same way they am going. And Astros, they're eleven and eleven. They're at five hundred. They're not. They're not. Uh, Waving the white flag yet, uh, Boston. I don't think Boston's going to be trading, even if they were losing. They're not. Their fan base would kill them if uh, they did that. Cubs. Cubs might trade some guys at the deadline, trying to get their uh, farm system going. Atlanta. No, I don't think Atlanta would. I think Washington's fans would. Destroy the ownership if they sold out the year after they won the World Series. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they trade Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, or any of their core guys, but maybe Jansen, O'Day, some of their bullpen. Um, maybe Washington Nelson Cruz is gone at the deadline. Ooh, maybe he's a gonna. He would look good in Cardinal red. Uh, but uh, Arizona, we, I think we already got an old guy. We don't need another old guy. Is he down? Oh, he may be. He's 42. Yeah, he's 42, but isn't he a little – he's still doing it, right? Maybe he's not doing it with the Nationals, but uh, players or pitchers are probably pitching around him. Colorado, Charlie Blackman might be on the way out. Arizona, I think think Cattell Marte is still uh, on the trading block. I think that contract extension just made – Ketel Marte look a lot more interesting to teams and a lot more expensive. Um, I I am not going to be surprised if he gets traded at the deadline. Um, that's a, that's the only sellers I can think of. Pittsburgh, I don't you, think they have have anything. You know who I would like to get? Who? Don't say it. Xander Bogarts. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, he's a great player. Uh, oh, yeah, he would definitely be uh, traded at the deadline. Um, yeah, he's a uh, – man, I would love to get him, but, yeah, he's – He's pricey. Man. Huh? He's pricey. Yeah. I would I, take him. He's $20 million a year. Trying to think of a team that would – not the Dodgers. Well, maybe the Dodgers. They need a DH. Put 
Do they really though? Do they need it? Who's their DH right now? I'm trying to think. I think they have an option of DH. Maybe it's Gavin Lux. But, I mean, I'm thinking Dodgers would move Trey Turner to second again, have Bogarts at short. Max Muncy would take over uh, or would be DH from them. Um, Dodgers. Gavin Lux has a 112 OPS plus right now. Nice. He's, I mean, he's doing really well. Justin Turner's got the lowest OPS plus. And he's at 54. Hey, Everybody hey, else in the Dodgers hey. is over 100. Hey, um, listen, I don't want to have to give you a verbal spanking right now, but if you talk bad about my boy, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Justin Turner? I didn't say Trey. Oh, I thought you said Trey. I, I thought I no, was like, hey, Justin. listen. Oh, okay. I, all I heard was I don't want to make you cry on air, man. I don't want to embarrass you to the whole world. I mean, you are on the internet. You don't talk about Trey. Um, fucking DH. Who is it? Oh, yeah, it just has Max Muncy, Justin Turner, Will Smith. Um, oh, they Edwin may be. Rios. Who's their catcher that they're using? Austin Barnes. That's Will Smith? Oh, who, who are you talking about? Oh, I was trying to figure out who their DH, like who their consistent DH is. Oh, okay. I'm sitting here looking at the, their roster, and I'm like, "What are you talking about right now?" It says Edwin Rios is there labeled as a DH, but they're catching Will Smith. I'm talking about batters. I'm on MLB, anyways. Uh, yeah, I I don't know who Xander Bogarts would go to. I mean, I would love him to go to the Cardinals, but... The Gateway City, baby. I don't see I don't see the Cardinals going after him. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to get into my one topic I was going to get to because we've already... We've already been going an hour, and I'm tired, and I have to prep for the next episode... A big episode. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to cover today? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna look up Clayton Kershaw because he just became the most uh, strikeouts ever in Dodgers history. Yeah, passing Sutton, I think. Was it Sutton? Something, okay. something or other was the last name. This and I saw someone talk about this, and they were like. Like this year, Clayton Kershaw just looks different. Um, four games started, he's got four wins. He's got a two thirty five ERA, a six sixty nine nice WHIP, and a one dot nine six FIP, a one sixty three ERA plus, a fifteen strikeout to walk ratio, eleven strikeouts per nine. He's got like a big uh, strikeout number today and or this year, and I'm trying to look at it. Where he's got 30 already in 23 innings, motherfucker. Sickening. He's back to his old game. It it and it pisses me off because I wanted the Cardinals to get him too. Um, I know he was stuck between Dodgers and 
uh, Rangers. But, man, everyone was like, oh, he's so washed up. I'm like, listen, he had a good season last year. He had a 355 ERA and a, a 101 whip with a 3 FIP, 160, 116 ERA+. plus. He still, he's still a great player. But, I mean, and yes, he gets injured. He only had 22 starts last year. But still, he, I mean, yeah. When he's, he's on, still, he's on. Yeah, I mean, choking in the playoffs. But really, it was just because his managers always took him out too late. I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, in 2013, in game six, if if Clayton Kershaw gets pulled before the sixth inning, we may be or Dodgers may have gone to the World Series. Or was it game seven in 2013? I want to say it was anyways, but I mean so I mean really I don't think it's Clayton Kershaw's problem. It's more of a his management problem. But anyways. Um that's all for me. Uh, what else do you got? Nolan Arnado um, hit his 275th home run today, so that makes him the, I think, only the fourth third baseman ever to hit 275 or more home runs in his first 10 years of the game. Mm. That would be yeah. my fun fact of the day if I have that correct. I hope I do. If anybody can fact check me and let me know if I'm wrong. Um but no, I mean, you know, the first seasons, you know, or the first month of the seasons, you know, behind us now, um, we're starting to see pitchers stretched out. And I think we're going to start seeing more consistent baseball than we're used to. I think we're going to see real results coming now. We're going to see what teams really, really are um, by the middle, if not the end of May. Um, by the end of May, for sure, we're going to see what teams really are. So I think our next month of review is going to be uh, much more in depth. We're going to be a lot more accurate. We're going to be able to be a little more firm in our opinions. Yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to a great month of May for baseball. Hopefully not as many rainouts. And, uh, you know, just uh, I just can't wait for to see the ball start flying further. Um, get out of this colder weather, get to where it's warm, and see better hit balls and better offense. And, you know, fun baseball. <laughs> Yeah, uh yeah, we uh we're getting it. We're uh it's we're uh we're getting uh hot and heavy for summer now. The dog days. Um sorry, I just saw something that was funny. It has nothing to do with the show and anyways, but uh come join us on Wednesday because guess what? We have a special guest. We have a writer from the Redbird Rants. Uh, Joshua, I was going to say his last name, but then I thought, well, maybe we don't want, I don't even remember his last name. So there goes that, uh, Josh, do you have anything to say before we no, look, kick the bucket tonight? No, man. Looking for, uh, like I said, another good week of baseball. I'm looking forward to Wednesday's episode and, uh, you know, just keep doing what we're doing. You know, check us out on YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, we're working on getting video up. 
so we can be a little more interactive. So keep posted on that and uh, hope you all have a fantastic work week. Yep. Have a fantastic work week, work week <laughs> and uh, uh, live long and watch some damn baseball and follow us on YouTube. And I think we're, are we still looking for people to join our uh, little so, team? So I think we're still looking for Basketball somebody players. to do the NBA. If you want to yeah. talk about the association, uh, go ahead and hit us up and uh, we're looking for somebody to cover major league soccer. Yeah. So, so if you want to sit around and talk about nothing for an hour and a half, you'd still be more productive than soccer. Oh, you could have said that better. You could have said they would be more productive than the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'd rather watch a Reds versus Nationals game than watch a, um, who is it, a soccer game. Soccer match. You got to be careful with that now, man. So the city of St. Louis is jacked up about this soccer team they're getting. Yeah. Maybe I'll start watching when St. Louis gets their team, but oh my gosh. It's like watching paint dry. I'm like, oh, look at that blade of grass that I just saw 15,000 times. Oh, and by the way, I would watch the Nationals game because of Juan Soto, who is my player of the day. So, Trey Turner, don't worry. You're next week, baby. Uh, see you Wednesday. Bye, Felicia's.